Salve el Presidente Chido. presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I am T. Sterling Watson. And I am Courtney Hinton. This is the Indie Podcast. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. This is week number 38. Wait, no, this is episode number 38. This is week number 46. So you should have $1,081 in your savings account if you're doing the 52-week savings challenge. Again, a, a lovely chunk of money, and it is back to, I was going to say back to school time. I don't know what time it is anymore. <laughs> um, Christmas shopping? Yeah. Sure, something like that. Yeah. Or a very expensive turkey, if that's what you're into. So, But yeah, it is... Um, I was going to say it is turkey time, sort of, kind of. Uh, I know I've been busy for the last couple of weeks, uh, still prepping and getting ready for this exciting new podcast called the Food Fight Podcast. I don't, have I talked about it on this podcast before? Did I, I don't you think know? so. I think oh. you maybe uh, have kind of mentioned it or teased it a little bit, but I don't I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, um, I'm going to pretend that I'm not going to talk about it now, but I think it's going to be an awesome podcast. I've recorded i don't know how many episodes which you've been a part of too mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot of fun should should be a lot of fun especially for these these times everything is fine by the way there's there's nothing you know to be alarmed we're having a great time everything is fine um so yeah how are things with you mm-hmm. <laughs> things are going great things are going great yeah fantastic yes and you know everything is fine um but no, really, the, uh, some some things we're excited about, we're, we're going to chat about because uh, we are complete nerds for the following things that um, I don't know, I'm just going to throw it out there. Hamilton, the documentary that was out a few weeks ago, we didn't talk about it yet because we wanted yeah. to give time you know, for people to you know, have multiple viewings, because I think if you're the person who knew about it and was going to watch it, you would have watched it when it was on. <laughs> right. And live. Watched it right live and then watch it again. Like I did. Yes. Like. I literally, as soon as it was over, I watched it again because um, it was that good. Not because it wasn't good. Um, I, I was blaming my mother because she didn't see it and wanted to see it. So I said, "Okay, well, we'll watch it right now." And um, so yeah, I'm blaming my mother. Not that I would have watched it on my own volition, which I have. It's still in my DVR now, so I might do that later, <laughs> maybe. Uh, also, what's happening is the Hamilton mixtape is slowly being released. That's not coming out for another what, few weeks. Yeah, I think it's supposed to uh, supposed to uh, launch on December second, if I remember correctly. Mm, cannot wait. That will yeah, be a, it's be another. Be it, it will be. It will be, and be more things for me to memorize um, because I'm still not quite finished memorizing the actual Hamilton uh, album. I'm close, but yeah, I had to get through over the um, the tough hurdles like. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, guns and ships so you know yeah things like those had to had to get through first all the other stuff is easy so but yeah <laughs> uh, it's so great when was the last time you listened to the album uh i don't know yesterday <laughs> like the whole thing straight through or just just 
certain songs I'll, or what? I'll, I'll take I'll take both answers. Uh, straight through. When was the last time straight through? Uh, straight through. It's been a it's been a little while. Uh, okay. I honestly can't remember. It, it wasn't that long ago, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't like last week. Um, but just listening mm. to it, probably I don't know. Yesterday. <laughs> it's a weekly thing. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, and if you actually, it doesn't matter if you have Spotify, but if you do have Spotify, um, four of the singles have been released so far as of this recording. And they're probably, I'm, I'm betting they'll release maybe a couple more this coming Friday. I hope so anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and there'll be a volume two coming. I mean, volume one hasn't even released yet, but volume <laughs> two is on the yeah. way. Well, he's been talking about, Lin-Manuel's been talking about the mixtape for a while. So no telling how long we, w- we will have to wait for volume two. But the fact that it's in the works even is very exciting. Mm-hmm. It is. It's like... um knowing that you're about to get ice cream and then there's going to be follow-up ice cream after that. Yes. 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 Yeah. I, I was trying to think of some other kind of delectable dessert, but that's the first thing that came to mind. Um, I'll take the ice because, cream. Yeah. I, ice cream is great. Um, shout out to Ben and Jerry's because um, yeah, they're, they, they're with it. And they'll be sending me some free ice cream too. Cause I had a little incident. Um, what day was it? Well, it doesn't matter. It was sometime last week. I did tweet out the picture and tag them on it, but I, was enjoying a delicious cookies and cream cheesecake core ice cream. It's uh nice. Yeah, it's it's some good stuff. And um, as I was enjoying it, normally I don't eat it on one sitting. This time I think it might have been two sittings because normally for me it's like three sittings. I'll scoop some off the top, have a few spoonfuls, put it back in the freezer because mm-hmm. I like I like the ice cream. I'm I'm not really a soft serve fan. I like I like more of the the hardcore. You know almost break the spoon trying to get into it. Um, so I put it back in the freezer, but around my second time, it started to drip on me. I'm like, what's going on here? And this has never happened before. And I find that there's a long cut right through the carton. And um, yeah, I, I'm going to say that it was a uh, stock boy or a stock person. Mm-hmm. I'm saying boy, because it's, Im- it's immature what they did to this. Yeah. <laughs> So it's automatically a boy. Yes, it's just a stock boy who um, just, you know, maybe he had his headphones on. They're too loud and bang, 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 slice and just, you know, cutting up everything. <laughs> and I'll take it. yeah, just ruining my life because um, my enjoyment, that was my time of just like, ah, I've been waiting all day for this. And now it's dripping down my arm and ruining my my evening. Fortunately, because sometimes I do eat over my computer. So fortunately, I was backed enough away from it mm-hmm. or else things really would have been, you know, heated. Mm-hmm. Um, melting my ice cream further. So uh, I finished it up, took a picture, sent it to, uh, well, to the Twitterverse. And uh, Ben and Jerry's did reply and they, they sent me a form. It was like, we're so sorry this happened. And uh, as far as I know, they're reimbursing it. So I will be getting some free ice cream from them later. Nice. You always wanna... get free stuff from folks. I, I I mean, you do too. You got some patches from Netflix. I'm still jealous about that. So. <laughs> I still need to find a way to... Because I don't necessarily want them on like a jacket or anything, but maybe I can knit something, knit like a blanket and put them on. Ooh, that would be fun. That could be. Hey, you heard it here first, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, now I don't want to go ahead and say you should put on a jacket and be cool like me because I've got my, I'm calling it my X-Men jacket, but it's I've always been calling it my action jacket. But it's got uh, the X-Men patch on one side. Mm-hmm. I've got a Tomorrowland pin and a... um. Uh, a mushroom from Super Mario Brothers, uh, a pin on that too. Well, I'm okay with uh, 
I mean, I like patches. I just don't generally wear enough jackets to show it off, I guess. And yeah, I just, eh, you know. Mm -hmm. What about, um, not that I'm trying to find ideas for you to put it on, but like, do you have like a bag that you carry around that you normally carry around? Yeah, I could do that. I could do, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can make that happen. So back to your, uh, what you could create to put this patch on. What is it that you would create? And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I literally just thought of the idea. So it's all fresh and new and I have no idea. I'm just kind of brainstorming using you as a soundboard okay. again. So gotcha, um, gotcha. I don't know, but I could do a blanket. I could, I could put it on a bag that already exists or I can make a bag specifically for the patch. Um, so I can co- okay. color coordinate that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. Those are just two ideas, but I mean, <laughs> I'll think about it. Okay. I'll open it up to listeners as well. So if you've got any ideas, please uh, reply. Well, you could reply to me. I don't want to give you know you too much more uh, <laughs> to do. But uh, yeah, tweet to me at indoob and um, hashtag patches. So yeah, we'll get some ideas for you to to make so you can display all your patches that I'm jealous of. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can show them off even more. Um, wait, you got like two patches, right? Two or three, something like that. Two or, three, or four, yeah, whatever. No. Just keep adding. <laughs> Something like that, you know. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to look into that. I actually want to make my own patches, some of which might uh, incorporate the Indube network since, I mean, I'm just about running a network at this point with um, this other podcast I may or may not have mentioned, Food Fight Podcast, available on iTunes. And um, yeah, it's it's going to be epic. <laughs> the patch, I mean, not, <laughs> not the uh, podcast. The podcast is going so. to be epic, though. <laughs> It is. It is. I've listened to a few episodes. As of right now, there is an episode out all about pumpkin spice. Um, and you know what? Should I, should I tease them? Should I tell them a little bit Go more? Go for it. Okay. Um, on release day, you'll actually be getting two episodes and not one. So you what? almost got... Yeah, I know. You almost got three episodes, but I decided because um, people were, you know, upset to say the least. I said, well, you know, let me, you know... Break them off a little bit of the remix. I'm sorry, that's that's our Kelly. Um, just to give them an extra <laughs> one, just to uh, it's like here, this is a tease for what's coming up. Not even a tease; it's a real full fledged episode. So far, one of my favorites. So, yeah, look out for that. Yeah, um, I'm excited, and um, I meant to be talking about Hamilton. I wonder if they have patches. I have to look into that. I'm sure somebody has made, like maybe a fan has made Hamilton patches. So mm-hmm. they may not be official, but they will be Hamilton related. Okay. I'm, I think I can take it because even the X-Men patch that I have, I think that was like made by somebody. I don't think that was like commissioned by, by Marvel or anything like that. Right. So. But it's still, I mean, hey, gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't even know where I would put it. Like again, it on my action. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It really doesn't. I'll figure it out. Whenever I find it, I do have a collection though. It's on my Amazon wish list of uh, some other patches and things I want to add, just to you know um, certify my not certify um, solidify. There's a word I'm looking for. It'll come to me, but <laughs> just to add to my my the nerdiness of my jacket. So because I'm I really like it. I do need to sew the patch, the X Men patch, because it's starting to come off. It was an iron on, so I need to mm-hmm. I need to sew that on. And yes, I know how to sew. I'm not I'm not a savage. I'm just like, just get it on there and just put on with a bunch of staples. <laughs> What's your savage language again? Just <laughs> so 
it does come up on closed caption, so it just there's a r g g a r r, you know, almost like a pirate, but right. savage. I got you. So, um, I'll definitely be looking into Hamilton patches, and um, I really can't remember the other list. I think Fringe. I wanted a Fringe patch because that's obscure, and it, it looks like it's um, man. That show might be predicting the future. And <laughs> I, I know you don't know yet because you haven't oh watched my gosh. it yet. Are you spoiling you things for me again? I am not spoiling things. I'm just saying it, it could be a prediction for things to come, but that a lot of shows are like that. Mm-hmm. So like the Simpsons. Yes. And scarily. So, and back to the future too. Let's talk about that for a second because back to the future Two predicted 3d movies, even though we've been having 3d movies, but the fact that they mm-hmm. are everywhere mm-hmm. and, and we are actually going to get into that a little later when we, when we talk about Dr. Strange, because oh, Dr. Strange. Um, <laughs> and, um, Let's see. What else did they predict? I think like uh, the video phones. Um, mm, yeah, like Sky. Like uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say kind of like we're, what we're doing now, but we're breaking the illusion because people think that we're in the same room right now. Uh, hey, but uh, sh- don't tell them that we are in the same room. See, I, I just I just flicked a, a piece of popcorn at you, and then you gave me a dirty look. So. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. See, see, you can hear it in her voice. Her the agitation because I keep throwing food at her. Um, uh, Back to the Future too, right? There's hoverboards, which mm-hmm. there's um, kind of something like that. I mean, and there are. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> there aren't hoverboards for real, though, right? Um. Well, they're not. They don't look like they do in the movie, but they do have something <laughs> that they call hoverboards. And just like the uh, Samsung Galaxy Note, they blow up. So not in the movie, mm-hmm. but just in real life. <laughs> do they really? They have been, yeah. The people they've been catching on fire, and Man. people had to like stop Where have I been? using them. I, you've been busy. You've been doing a whole lot of stuff. But eh, I well. think I think the hoverboard craze kind of died off, like, like Pokemon Go. So you know, I have to say that I, I legit am sorry that the Pokemon Go trend died because it died so quickly, and it died, you know, almost as quickly as it as it came. It, I was never right. into Pokemon Go. You know, wasn't my jam, but it was so, I don't know. It was so fun to see so many other people have joy over this silly <laughs> thing, you know? And that, I don't that's know. why you're sad because they, they just kind of like, eh, whatever. Well, they got over it and moved on and that's, that's kind of how it goes. But I don't know. It was just fun to see all the stories, the good stories that is. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The good ones. The good yeah, stories. About, um, but it just happened to be another casualty of 2016. So there we are. It lived and it died just like, like you just said, just as quickly. So, mm-hmm. and I do wonder, I, I have a coworker who um, I often just find him wandering the hallways and, mm-hmm. uh, or I did, I don't think he does it as much now because he was mm-hmm. playing Pokemon Go like all the time. Like, do you work at all? But, well, you know, that's none of my business. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I should ask him if he's still playing. I feel like he does. And it's funny because I listen to other podcasts and they almost seem dated now because they're all raving about Pokemon Go. I'm like, oh, did people still play that? Oh, okay. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I, I would like to say, though, that I am proud of myself for not getting on board because I know that would be a game I would be addicted to because uh, I was one of those kids back in the day who loved the TV show. I loved uh, playing the game. I didn't do the cards, but I did everything else. So... Uh, that would be scratching my nostalgia a little too much. And uh, yeah, that's Angry Birds kind of had that kind of happen no, to them too. No, Pokemon Go, and, and I'm not saying that it died completely, but like the, the craze kind of is gone. But mm-hmm. Angry Birds has been gone for many years. 
yeah many years and like i don't you know i don't believe it's as kind of like farm bill kind of came and went but even but i i feel like angry birds has really like they've they've stood the test of time and they even have a movie out i mean they do they do you know? so i i recant my my statement and if anything i i, I do agree with you yeah they 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 do last they because they're still here and I will even admit, I'm I found another version of an Angry Birds game that I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know for me it was very addictive. I could not stop until I got all three stars and um, finished every level until they added new levels. And then there, they be, there began too many versions because they had Angry Birds, they had the Star Wars version, they had the Rio version. No such thing as too many versions. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the space on my phone. Like I was running out of space because I kept downloading all versions and the <laughs> the the, uh, the Bad Piggy version, um, and which I don't remember that one very well. I'm, I'm not saying that because I need to go download it again to, to play it to figure out. It's like, oh, right, this is what you had to do with that game. But um, yeah, there's a lot of versions of oh, and the friends version. If you know you have you know friends on Facebook, but mm-hmm. that was I think still it might have been a beginning of the time. I didn't want to really associate with Facebook that much, so I'm like I don't really want to you know <laughs> play with other people. I just want to just play by myself and so be antisocial. Plus, yeah. words words with friends was still hot at the time too. I think. Yeah, that one lasted a while. Um, yeah, it, it did. It, mm-hmm. it, Words with Friends had a good long run. Actually, I think it's still going. It is. Um, I, I, I do have one, one friend that still plays. I think they've been trying to get me to play. I'm like, nope, I'm not coming back to the game because you don't, you don't want this. You, no, you really don't. It's just a trap. It is a trap. And it's a trap that they will regret. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm acting like they're, they're super competitive and they just you know want someone else to play with regardless if I'll keep beating them. So uh, yeah, just, just a slight brag in there, but um, yeah, cause I will get addicted and I'm trying not to, I'm doing better. I haven't played SimCity in I think a few weeks. Just so, a few weeks, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I think my city might be on fire. I'm not sure, but I'm trying not to think about it because so, you had to keep going back every day. Right. I was going to say like in that game, do you have to, you have to check in or, or things go south? Yeah, or? you do. Maybe you can because um, they have tournaments every every weekend. I want to say mm-hmm. where you have to complete these challenges, um, and you can rank up, like level up in your ranking. You can start from a, a town, and then you become a city, and then you can become a metropolis and work your way up. But if you aren't playing those tournaments, your ranking will go down because of inactivity. So I'm pretty sure I might be back down to like a town by now. Wow. Well, no wonder people get addicted to Sim City. I mean. Like I knew that people really liked it and it was, you know, mm-hmm. what it is, but I never knew that like they would downgrade you for lack of participation. Yeah, they they can. I, I'm hoping, I'm thinking that it stops after a while because like even your citizens, they will stop giving, um, it sounds awful, but they'll stop paying their taxes after <laughs> wow. um, after like two days of not, of not playing. So Yikes. I, I can't come back to the game expecting like three weeks worth of, um, of all their, their taxes that they pay versus um, I think it's every 24 hours that they'll, they'll pay their taxes. So, so so like, how do you, what if you need to go on vacation or you need to take a break? Can you pause the game or does that like what? Pausing is basically you just not necessarily signing out of the game, but like turning it off and, but the game still goes on. So my city might not be on fire, but 
wherever I left off, that's where it picks up, except my ranking might be lowered. I'm only going to get like the last 24 hours of the taxes that are due. So that's, that's basically it. I probably have some other game upgrades. They've been upgrading like buildings I can use like during the like the Halloween time. They'll give you some ghoulish, scary, spooky places, some graveyards you can put in your neighborhood. Uh, because, you know, every Sim City needs a graveyard because your Sims die. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So just like real life. Just like real life. Yes. Shout out to Elon Musk, who thinks that we're living in a Sim City. So, uh, yes. Because I think he's on to something. Just saying. He, he might be. He might be. Um, I, I would think I should get some more facts and details and quotes before we go full on discussing what he said and uh, get into a deeper conversation because that. It's scary. Uh, <laughs> it is scary. Um, and I know we've discussed it before. Have we talked about the Truman Show and how sometimes I wonder if. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about on the podcast, but we have definitely had that discussion. Okay. Yeah. Because it, it's still, it's sometimes you just kind of think like, is everyone in on it? And it's just me. Are there cameras? And you start looking in the corners of the walls. But yeah, everything's a simulation. <laughs> Nothing matters. Huh? Uh, everything is fine. Um, so as for movies, which we will get into because we, I mean, we somehow find a way to keep bringing in the matrix and, um, uh, inception. We are leading towards Dr. Strange, but mm-hmm. we're going to wait until the end because we we're going to go all in and talk about everything about that movie. Okay. Um, well, at least maybe not everything, but all the, the fun stuff, the stuff we really like. Um, but before we do that, we're going to take a quick break and then when we come back, we are going to, I do have our black history fact for today or for this episode. So yes, I'm trying to make sure I'm staying on my game. People, you know, looking out for those black history facts, the things they want to learn. So we're going to do that. And, and you have a movie review that you'll tell us about. And, uh, yeah, I do. And then we will go from there. Sweet. So, so yeah, don't go anywhere. Not that you would, but you know, you should check out some of these, these, these uh, ads of other podcasts and things. So yeah, check them out. Shannon, CG, Lauren, and Mel form the Nerds of Prey, a group of ladies bonded by comics, gaming, film, television, and fandom culture. Hang out with them bi-weekly as they dig into the very things that make them loud and proud nerds. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Also, check out their Patreon at patreon.com backslash nerds of prey. Indubians, I'm Laura, host of Loudavision, the podcast for visionaries, artists, and creatives. On my podcast, I'm interviewing fellow artists trying to figure out how we can bring our creative vision to life without compromising our values, crushing our soul, and dying poor. Yep, that explains it. You can listen to the Loudavision podcast on lauramioli.com and connect with me on Twitter at Loudavision. Hi guys, it's your girl Stephanie, um, aka Steph I Will, or now Misty Nice Twist Out. I'm just here popping up to just let you guys know if you don't know already and you haven't heard uh, the Lemonade Show. Yeah, that show. It's mine. And that's where I serve you up all of your geek and nerdy needs. Um, a little sweet and sour on all things that are going on in the comic book world, movies, TV shows, books, you name it, I'm touching it. So the next time you're feeling a little thirsty, why don't you come hang out with me? You can find my show 
on the points of interest network.com. Uh, it's also available under the points of interest network on Podbean and also iTunes. So, hey, next time you get a little thirsty, come check me out. I'll serve you up some lemonade. Again, this is your girl, Steph. I will. And hey, call me Stephanie. That's fine. And I'll catch you at the lemonade stand. The Endu Podcast. And welcome back to the Indu Podcast. Uh, we have um, got to chat about a, a uh, Black history figure. But before we do, a quick jingle. Black history. Black history. Black history. Black history. Facts. And yes, we will talk about um, the late, the great Gwen Eiffel. Have you uh, heard of Gwen Eiffel? Thanks for putting me on the spot. Um <laughs> I'm, the name sounds familiar, and I did not um, check her out recently because I know that she passed recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm here to learn today, and and that's why I put you on the spot because I'm I'm <laughs> hoping people don't know so I can tell them something new. Because if I asked you about like Martin Luther King, then you'll you'll give me you know a five page uh, dissertation. Essay. Mm-hmm. Yes, dissertation, and that's just on your thoughts. You don't you don't even have to get any like dig up Facts. any like bibliographies. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. If you did that, then, you know, you'd, you'd be, you know, writing like Hamilton. It's just words and words and words. Yeah. Man. Uh, so just to give you a, a brief synopsis, not synopsis, but just an overview of her. Cause I, I'm, I don't know that much about her either, just um, other than the fact that she was a, a prolific um, reporter and announcer or anchor. I'm sorry, that's the word I was looking for on PBS. But um, just a, a little blurb on, on her. Uh, let's see. Gwen was an American Peabody Award-winning journalist, which is not an easy feat. So, you know, nobody's out there just running or, or winning Peabody Awards just, you know, for, I don't know, making pasta. You don't get awards <laughs> for that. You, got to, you, have, you have to have greatness and, and excellence. And, and she, she did. She was a television newscaster and author. In 1999, she became the first African-American woman to host a major political TV show. And that show was Washington Week in Review. Um, it was all about the state of Washington. I am kidding. It was about Washington, D.C. and politics. Um, she was the moderator and manager editor of Washington Week and co-anchor and co-managing editor of PBS NewsHour, both of which air on PBS. Uh, she was a political analyst and moderated the 2004 and 2008 American vice presidential debates. And that was actually the first time I yes. actually noticed her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Starting to make and sense now. Yeah. A little bit. And that also stood out to me because um, I watch a lot of SNL. I try to watch every episode. Um, I have a little rant, but I'll get into that later. Um, but Queen Latifah had uh, parried, parried her on uh, SNL. Parodied so, her? Parodied. That's the word. I was missing a syllable in there somewhere. That's all good. That's what I'm here yeah. for. Thank you so much as I continue to throw food at you. Um, but yes, that's, that's kind of when I first noticed her and then I kind of saw her around. I don't watch PBS that often. My mother's a fan. There's nothing against PBS. PBS is great. PBS has the Hamilton documentary or Hamilton's America is what it's called. Yes. And, uh, Lynn, uh, Manuel, Manuel, Manuel Miranda. He oh, is the, the curator, I think of the arts that happen on that channel. Now it's really? something it's yeah, it's, He's head of something over there on PBS, as he really? should be. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes, yes, man's he's great. Yeah. So I'm I'm I gotta admit I do sleep on PBS. I'm sorry. I, I need to 
I need to step up my game. I just started watching Nat, Nat Geo again. So there's there's good good TV out there. There's good programming. It's just, uh, it's just so much of it. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I agree. It's hard to keep up with all this great content out there. Ugh, so little it time. Is. It, it is. But not to uh, just kind of go away from um, Gwen Eiffel. She was great. She uh, passed away at the age of 61. And I just wanted to just talk about her just a little bit to say, you know, even though I didn't follow her career like that, I am just, you know, showing honor and respect and uh, just another great black excellence, just someone else that, um, that young women and men, you know, everyone can look up to her. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. We, we, we thank you. We salute you. So moving on from there. Um, you had recently, well, we, we did, we just talked about all this content that we've seen before we get into the movies. Have you been watching anything else that you've, uh, um, no, I Netflix, right? Yes. <laughs> that's Netflix. Has that's always tons of things. Yeah. So let's see. What did I, so I finished chewing gum. I've actually finished mm-hmm. that twice now. <laughs> Such an easy show I, to just eat up it, and watch. It, it is. It is, it is. And I've only watched it the one, and I recently just finished it. I think it might have been yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's only because there's just so much going on, so I just had to carve out time to watch something that wasn't live. And, um, yeah, it's it's a hilarious show. It's not recommended for everyone. No. I know this is, this is a family show, so we can only yeah. talk about so much right. about the show. Right. <laughs> It's it's so, very it is it's got a very unique um, sense of humor. So it, it that mm-hmm. part is not going to appeal to everyone. Plus, it is very risque. It's um, yeah, it, it covers a lot of things that might be offensive. So just fair right, warning. Right, right. Um, and it's fair warning language. So it's not a family show, but you know, if you're you know into that or able to watch that, it's it's it could potentially be a good show for you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and yeah. if that fits your criteria right. it's six episodes uh-huh. so it's a quick watch um i am filing this under a uh, more black excellence even yes. it's a british show too by the way yes. so I'll throw, throw which makes it but see that actually helps it in my opinion but you know because it's british yeah hmm. yes <laughs> <laughs> you have a you have a certain soft spot for the for i the... do i love the brits they do yeah I, you know what? That's a place I would like to visit. Uh, think about it. London or mm-hmm. an English, another English town. <laughs> that's, not the, that's not the only town they got. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, maybe, maybe start with London. And um, I've always been fascinated with Stonehenge because I, I did a, a report on them way back in elementary school. Uh, I made an awesome uh, diagram. Um, it was fairly easy to do, but I, you know, I think it was fairly accurate. Get a bunch of clay bricks and put them all around on a, some green construction paper. Just make sure nobody touches it. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I would go visit that. But yes, chewing gum is is awesome. I had um, said, and I mean this in, in a good way, but like if you put um, Insecure on HBO, uh, Atlanta on FX, and um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix, put them all together, you might get a show that's like chewing gum. If that helps anyone out there. Hmm, okay. And I know, again, you're, um, some of these shows I, I've, I know you're still catching up on. So, yeah. Or haven't started. So, I, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's for the other consumers out there that just eat up all the TV much more than I can. As uh, for me, Kimmy Schmidt, I will watch that over and over and over again because. You know, I've, I've tried getting into that and I even tried getting into it recently and I'm like, I just. 
this ain't. Mm-mm. Is it too bright and colorful for it's, you? It's a bit bright and colorful. It's a bit. It's a bit cheery. Like it's, it's like che- it's a little cheesy to me. The whole show, mm-hmm. not just Kimmy Schmidt. Like if it was just her, mm-hmm. and I understand it's like from her point of view, so I get that. But I don't know. I just can't. You know. I just. Yeah. I don't even know if I finished. I don't think I finished season one. I think I got a few episodes in. Now, who? What's her roommate's name? Uh, Titus. Titus. Like, I love him. Mm-hmm. And I know yes. I, I have seen so many, so many um, parts with just him. And I love him. Mm-hmm. And I wish there was more. But like, I can't skip to those parts. <laughs> right. He does have a bigger role in season two. I will say that. Okay. I don't know if I can power um, through it. <laughs> if you can't power through I'm I'm not if you like you you got as far as you did so you know enough of that show to know where it's going so you can like eh, okay I'm, I, I'm good I can I'll, I'll tap out on this one so but for those who who just need some kind of like I, I find it as escapist television yeah. um, it's the perfect uh, opposite of um, House of Cards because that show is just so dark and dreary yeah, it's, it's a good show, but like you just feel so heavy afterwards. And this show is the opposite of that. It will just yeah. lighten you up and just make you happy as uh, corny as it is. And it is corny. It's very cheesy. It's a very cheesy show. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun. Plus, I'm a big fan of Tina Fey. So it's me, it's me too. Uh, I love Tina Fey and I love uh, what's the actress who plays Kenny Schmidt? What's her name? Oh, uh, I just know her as Erin. Ellie. Ellie Kemper, I think. Okay, I love her. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I just I love her, and I, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not giving up on it just yet. I'm just okay. saying okay. it's it might be a slow process. <laughs> I I understand. I yep, Ellie Kemper. Okay, I just had okay. to verify for my my own peace of mind. Um, yeah, and again, if you have never seen Kimmy Kimmy Schmidt, if, if you've watched Thirty Rock, it's kind of like that, but a little crazier. Mm-hmm. And again, I mean that in a good way. And again, it's Tina Fey who is. Who I've also often called on Twitter Tina Bay, but hey, you know, <laughs> she, she is Bay. Yeah, she is Bay. Tina is Bay. Um, and Titus, I just would like to say that I recently saw him on a Febreze commercial. I think it's Febreze. Real, a real Febreze yeah, like commercial. It, it might have been Febreze, <laughs> or which is also funny because they have in the show uh, Febreze. Yeah, which and is, they like. And they have, they do, uh, I mean, they even like mock the music of the mm-hmm. Febreze commercials and it's great. It's, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> and they're genius moments like that, that, that just yeah. tie me into the show. Um, yeah. But it's definitely an air freshener commercial that he's in. And I saw it today and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, look at him. Look at Titus. Just, That's great. He, he's, he's great. He got nominated for, I think, Emmy each time, I think, each season. I think he did. But definitely last season or this past year, he's been nominated, which he rightfully should be because he is hilarious. He is that that meaty morsel of the show. It's that makes it work. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a uh, chewing gum that we're talking about there. Um, I'm trying to think what else is on Netflix that I've I've slowly starting it into Young Justice. So many people have oh, been yeah. recommending that. Um, it's not bad. I've watched a few episodes. Um, Black Mirror it has a new season, which I have not mm-hmm. finished. Mm-hmm. That's been pretty fun. And uh, The Crown. The Crown. I have not have started it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I heard it's wonderful, and it's about the Brits. And okay, yes. There's... So that should be a plus for you. Yeah, there's a reason I hadn't started it, but now I can't remember. And yeah, 
but I, you know, it's there. Uh, it's there for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna buy my time. Okay. Don't judge me. For and that. I'm, I'm this time. I'm not. I'm, I'm actually gonna. You know, there's no judgment here, unlike some other podcasts, like the Food Fight podcast on uh, iTunes. Um, <laughs> I do because I've been wanting to tell you this for a while, and I keep forgetting. But our um, our plucky star of because I've been wanting to use that word to describe people that were plucky star of chewing gum is also the, the uh, flight clerk in nosedive and, in, in, um, in black mirror. Oh, okay. Uh, Michaela. Cole. Or- Kale Cole. Something like that. Yes. It's something like that. Nice. Does she have a British accent? I, I don't remember her having a British accent, Ooh. but, but well, obviously she is British in real life, so there's that. Yeah. But I don't remember her having one. I don't think she did. So, because I I was like, hey, wow, she looks familiar. <laughs> and um, but yeah, that that show, uh, chewing gum is is hilarious. I, I do enjoy it, and I will eventually start on my second watch of it. Don't know when. Um, the other thing I've been watching a lot of is um, Magic School Bus, which uh, is bringing me back to my childhood. But the reason why is because of an episode of the Food Fight podcast, we were curious about how pickles were made. And there's an episode that describes that. So, yeah, that's that's what got. Yeah, exactly. It it helped me renew my mind and educate me and everything worked out. And I was happy and I was like, hey, let me watch some more episodes because, you know, why not? And uh, it's great. I'd say most of those episodes hold up. I know that they, I think they go into a computer, but I haven't gotten to that season yet. So that should be fun to watch. I'm like, oh, computers back then. Somebody goes into a computer? I don't know. I just know that there are some computer related episodes. Huh. But with that said, um, oh, I, I, with, well, for, let me finish this thought first. But with that said, I think they are renewing Magic School Bus and they're going to be doing a new like version or season of it. And mm. I, th- I think... I'm going to be optimistic here, cautiously optimistic that it's going to do well. And I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, I guess, like live your life, I guess. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll School see. bus creators. <laughs> I, I will, I'll be sure to report back and my thoughts. Um, but I do have breaking news and I, and you know, I'm, I will get a breaking news jingle, maybe not for this episode, but I will get one. But I got breaking news. Beep, 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 beep. That's, you know, the breaking news noise and everything. I was going to do it for you. Okay. I've got breaking news. Beep, 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 The breaking news is that Disney is in early, early talks of acquiring Netflix. What? What are your thoughts? So, I saw the news and I don't know what that means. Like, does that mean we're going to start getting some some of the awesome Disney movies out there or are they going to like change everything? Surely they wouldn't change everything because the way Netflix is going now is is very successful. Mm-hmm. Why would they change that? So I'm I'm hoping that we just get the good side of it and, <laughs> and not the get, dark side. <laughs> right. And get like lots of, you know, Disney movies, maybe some of the classics cuz I mean Disney as a whole is still a pretty good company. Um, so it might be, it might be interesting to see some of their stuff on there. There's a lot of, you know, especially if, if they include the Disney and Pixar movies. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, and, I'm down. And let's, let's not forget all that Disney already owns, which is Marvel. True. They own Marvel. True. They, they yeah. own Star Wars. Um, they own, That's well, they, they do. I was going to say ES, ESPN, but like they can show, they already have some ESPN stuff on 
um, Netflix. Um, as well, actually, they don't have as much Marvel stuff now unless you go to Canada, like somebody did. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'm still a little upset that I didn't take take more advantage of that. I couldn't because it was a work trip. But we, Yeah, it was a work trip. So, <sighs> But man, I mean, I did I send you the screenshot of the... Or did I? I may um, not have taken I, a screenshot, but I, I think I, I think I texted you what what I saw because I was like, you, yeah. is this? Do you see this, or is it just me? And and I checked, <laughs> and I was I was so upset because I'm like, <laughs> I would totally watch Age of Ultron right about now, uh-huh. and nothing, absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, so you know what that means that we'd have to take a trip. So which is cool. I mean, Canada's great. Can't wait. It to is. Go I. I haven't been since I want to say 2008, but I really don't remember. Um, How did I not know you went to Canada ever? I never told you. I'm, I don't I'm, think you've uh, ever told me this. I feel like I'm in trouble now. How did and you not now, tell me this though? I went there. I well, I went where you went. You went um, to the other side of Canada. <laughs> okay. You went to to the west side. I know it doesn't matter. Right. Um, I went to Niagara Falls um, many, I was going to say many moons ago, but it was like, yeah, a few years ago, a while back. Um, I drove up there. It was like an eight hour drive. Uh, a couple of friends of mine. So we, we got like hotel rooms and we just hung out. Like it was like one of the few vacations that I can actually call a vacation. Mm-hmm. So, but, um, and this, I think I want to say it was before the days of Netflix, if that makes it, it makes the, the timeline uh, okay. any more concrete. Yeah. Concrete was the word I was looking for before gotcha. versus solidity. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, that was, that was a while back Mm -hmm. and I, I do need to go back to Niagara Falls because I did not know that they light up the waterfall. Like I didn't know that. And I had been there like maybe three nights and didn't even know that. So I didn't see anything. Well, you saw Niagara Falls. So that's, you know, something I did. And I got soaked by it too. Yeah, of course you did. So it's a waterfall. Yeah, you, and you, that's one of those things you kind of have to do. You can't go see Niagara Falls and not ride that little ferry that right goes underneath goes. it. I mean, we didn't even go underneath it. We just got next to it, and it still soaks you. So I can't wait. Fair warning. Well, oh, we're, we're putting that on books. Okay, I'll yep. write it down. Mm-hmm. So there's London and um, Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll definitely do that. Um, before we arrive, uh, we have to talk about some other arrivals that happened or an arrival that you witnessed. I did. I was there. What 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 happened? What? So that okay. So the movie Arrival that stars Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner and um, Forrest Whitaker was is about you know what happens if these you know pods, if you will, land mm-hmm. all over the earth. You know we don't know what they are. We don't know if they're if they're evil or if they're malevolent or we don't know what what they're about. So we find out they're probably aliens and so but they don't speak our language we have to talk to them and so they get the they get this world-renowned linguist um who also happens to have the proper military clearance at the time like it's it hasn't expired which i thought like it was on a case-by-case thing not like a passport but whatever and this movie is like a passport (laughs) and they give it to you once and if it's still in day you good but okay that's cool so, and that happens to be Amy Adams. And so um, it ensues, the story ensues. You know, I really, I really liked this movie. It was, to me, it took a different, it kind of took a different take on the whole Alien Lands thing. It was very focused on language and communication, which I'm mm-hmm. very passionate about just, just in life. And I mean, just in what I, what I do. Um, Communicating and <laughs> Right. Language. I mean, it's just, 
Yeah, and I just, I'm so interested in languages, and I I think it's a beautiful thing. And so that aspect of the movie really stood out to me, and it made me even more interested to see it. But just the way that it was, like, the cinematography was very, was very well done. The acting was very well done, in my opinion. Um, I thought it was a almost perfect movie. There's, I only had a couple of issues with it. Um, Photography was beautiful. Like, cinematography was that was great. The music um, was very good. It, it was, it helped to definitely tell the story. Wasn't my type, my type of a score that would uh, maybe want to go out and like buy it or get. listen to it. Yeah. But it, it was very fitting for the movie, which was really somber in, uh, in tone throughout. Um, but very good. It was just, I thought it was just all well done. I thought it was well thought out. Um, yeah, it was just wonderful. Like even the CGI, because, because when we actually, I, I don't guess this is too much of a spoiler, but actually when we see the aliens, we do get to see them. Um, they're very, I was curious if we, if we do, and I was like, should I ask? Like, I want to know, but I don't want to know, but I do well, want to know. So yeah. you told me. <laughs> so yeah, we get to see the aliens. Um, and even then there's this, there's this shroud of mystery behind it. So I thought that was pretty cool and pretty well done. And, um, it's just interesting. I, I won't spoil how that, what I mean by that. You just have to see it for yourself, but mm. it's, it's very, um, it's just neat. It's just a neat movie. I, I liked, um, I just liked it. It was just really good. Um, I, I wish I could tell you what I didn't like about it, but that's mm-hmm. kind of spoil, spoilery. So I'll have to, I'll have to hold my tongue and maybe wait we'll till later. Re- yeah. But, right. um, cause I, I did intend to go see it. And in fact, before this recording, but so much was happening. Um, I just didn't have the time, but yeah, that's, that'll change. So, yeah. It's good though. I recommend it. I think um, I'm mainly seeing uh, good reviews about it, and it had a like it had 93% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think is you know pretty telling. Um, I think it deserved that that rating. I guess it went um, went down because they were yeah, um, was it like 100% for a minute? Right, right. But I thought that was a crock anyway. But 93% <laughs> I think is is you know is reasonable. It's still an A. It's, it's still, still an A, and most movies don't get that high. Um. So yeah, I thought it didn't even start that high. So yeah, it it had been that high from the start. Um, and it was I, I thought it was definitely worth it. So, so I recommended. I I think it was really really good. It makes you think a little bit. And I'm always into movies that make you think that make you think and use that brain. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I've got two questions, and they're they're not spoilery. Um. But would you watch this again? Like, would you go to the theater and watch it again? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I know you're not really into, like, awards, but do you, would you guess or even hope that this be nominated for anything? Eh, I don't care. (laughs) I I mean, I I, I don't, awards don't really mean anything to me. And I don't ever know what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. It, I think it has the potential to be um, just because it is more dramatic than anything else. And dramatic movies tend to do better. I, well, they seem to, they seem to me to do better. Um, At least you would hope. Yeah. I guess. I don't, I don't know what the criteria is. So yeah, I'd be the best person to ask that. I, I realize that too. Cause I, um, cause then I would take it a step further. And I was like, well, with, when it comes to like the Oscars, they tend not to do so. They don't care as much for a sci-fi. Right. So, well, and and that's that's really a shame because that's 
I don't know. Like, I don't, th- I think sci-fi, I mean, that's my favorite genre, obviously. It's, mm-hmm. I'm a little biased, but I feel like sci-fi is such a great storytelling tool mm-hmm. um, because you're able to explore sometimes really abstract concepts in a very real way. Mm-hmm. Same thing with right. fantasy, but I just think, I just think sci-fi is such a versatile genre where you can be dramatic and you can be fantastical and you can be um, whatever and still get the point across. And I just, it's, it's so versatile. So it's really a shame that, that, and sci-fi is really picking up speed. Um, I think it's really picking up a lot of speed as, as CGI is becoming more of a thing in 3D. I know we're going to mm-hmm. talk about that with Doctor Strange, but like 3D viewing is becoming more of a thing. Mm-hmm. It's easier to do sci-fi um, on a bigger scale. It, it is. It, so, I truly agree. And um, if that's what you came for this podcast for, to get our, uh, our thoughts on Doctor Strange, we are going to do that after this quick break. So if you have not watched it yet, then I guess this is the time where you can kind of pause it and, um, you know, go around to your, your nearest theater. And unless you are uh, a, a late bloomer and this is already out on um, Blu-ray or on demand <laughs> or some digital thing, which it will be on mine mm-hmm. when it does come out because... Whew, okay, well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, yeah, we're going to get into it. Hey, everyone, I'm Courtney Hinton of Verve House Collective, and you should join me over on the Get Verved podcast. On the Get Verved podcast, we discuss creativity, how to fit creativity into your busy life, and leading a life or business with intention. I often have other guests on the show to talk about these things with me as we get to the bottom of this whole living your passion thing. The Get Verved podcast is part of Verve House Collective, and I cannot wait to sit down with you in the digital coffee house. Hey, everybody, I'm Geek Soul Brother, and I'm putting the funk in the final frontier. Come join me and my five nerdy venoms on our podcast as we discuss movies, TV, games, comics, anime, and all sorts of special topics in the geek universe. Find us in iTunes and Stitcher, and you can even listen to us live on Tuesdays, 10 p.m. on TalkShoe.com. We love a nerdy conversation. Pineapples on pizza. Cornbread versus biscuits. What is pumpkin spice? And are grits necessary? Host and moderator T. Sterling Watson invites a panel of foodies to debate, celebrate, or eliminate what we masticate and ruminate what's on your plate. The Indoom Network presents the Food Fight Podcast. Find it on iTunes and foodfight.podbean.com. And welcome back to the Indu Podcast. We are about to get into, I think I'm just going to say it, I think it's one of my favorite movies of this year because its it was that much fun. I I did go see it twice. I saw it in IMAX 3D. Um, how did you watch it? Did you get to go see it in IMAX? No, I saw it on a regular, regular screen. Mm-hmm. 3D at least? Nope, regular. Nope? Oh. Yeah. Makes me a little sad. Mm. You see, So that means you got to go watch it again. Yeah, I, I'm okay with that. Oh, cool. Um, in fact, well, that's that'll be the next thing. Okay, that'll be the first thing we do. We we go watch Doctor Strange. Be the third time for me, but second time for you. In IMAX 3D, 
then we'll go to London. Then we'll go to uh, uh, Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls, right. Might as well go ahead and add Grand Canyon on that list, too. I've never been there. I'm checking. I have a, I, I have a, I seriously have a list of places I want to go. And yeah, Grand, Grand, Grand Canyon's on there. So yeah, mm-hmm. I can check that off my list too. All right. Awesome. So we'll just be, I guess, going backwards. Anyway, we're talking about Doctor Strange, um, <laughs> which also took us on a journey. And you had thrown out so many words, like we're talking about uh, Arrival, but like from sci-fi to fantasy, bringing us to places that like CGI has gotten to a level where it's, it, it's, it's incredible. standard. Yeah. And it's, it, a- it's standard and it, it helps us to see into worlds that, you know, have only existed in on the page from a comic book or in our imaginations or books and books are fabulous. I'm all about books and CGI can never replace a well-crafted sentence. Believe that right. to the, you know, mm-hmm. with, and, and- with the most, like with every part of my being, I believe that, but if you're going to adapt that onto the screen, man, having good CGI. <laughs> I, I I recently watched um, uh, Judge Dredd um, mm-hmm. on Netflix, going back to Netflix, and that does not hold up at all. I mean, it's already a horrible movie, but um, yeah, it's it's painful to watch. It's some it's comical, but with Doctor Strange and there's really one scene, actually there's many, many scenes, but one scene I keep going back to. And I've heard reports that the scene where uh, the ancient one just gives Stephen Strange the trip of his life. Yeah. Um, that scene is like the highlight for me for the movie. Like when the first time I saw it, I'm like, Oh my God, what is happening? And it's not stopping. And I'm and, and whew. Yes. So my experience was a little different, and maybe that's because I didn't see it in 3D. I mean, I thought it was a cool scene, but I was just like, okay. (laughs) 3D did help because it it wasn't things that were jumping out at you. It just gave you that Mm -hmm. like dimension, the depth, yeah, the depth, and that making it real. Like when he's falling into that flower-looking thing, you feel like you're kind of falling falling into it with him. And um, yeah, and and again the. I, w- I was told, not personally, but I was told through podcasts that to watch it on the biggest screen possible. So I'm like, okay, so that means it's got to be IMAX. So, yep. and I'm making that same recommendation for listeners that if it's still available in IMAX by the time you listen to it or listen to this, uh, definitely go for it. It's worth it. Um, you saw a lot of inspiration from uh, Christopher Nolan in it because with the buildings, just not even just the buildings themselves t- turning and twirling and splitting apart. Mm-hmm. But even the rooms that they're in, mm-hmm. just flipping around, taking everything that you might have seen in Inception and just <laughs> flipping it, it on its head. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And by no means is that a, a, a diss to Inception, which is still up there on you know one of my top favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but this just took that special effect to the next dimension. Yes, literally. Ha <laughs> See what you did there. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And uh, uh, I, I mean... It is a movie that does have its flaws, but for me, that's just not things that I kind of, I see them, but I was like, it's not dismissing the overall enjoyment of the film for me. So, because one of the the biggest controversies is the whitewashing of the ancient one. Mm -hmm. And while that, that is a problem and I don't agree with what happened, it didn't take me out out of the movie really. Um, And plus I like Tilda Swinton. So that's, uh, you know, I, 
she did a she did a good job. She's a very talented actress. I actually really do like her, mm-hmm. and she did she did well. I, but I, yeah. you know, the whole time I'm thinking, they why though? Like why did why why did they go yeah. this direction? I, I, was little, I was a little you know put out by it. Mm-hmm. And and I I was I still am bothered, but I guess not not to the point where I would go off and like oh I'm not watching this movie. Yeah. Um, if I were to recast it, I think maybe an Asian woman would be better. Yeah, totally. Perhaps because the ancient one I believe was a male. Mm-hmm. In the it was a yeah in the comic. And I believe he was actually old. <laughs> yeah. But um. But yeah, I mean something. I mean they they did change the race of Mordo. I believe he was. I don't think he was a black guy, but mm. whatever. Um. But yeah, I uh. What they always say with Marvel movies, they have problems with their villains, except for Loki. Um, and I'll even—he's he's the best villain. He, he is. He is. He's up there. Um, there's another villain, but we're not going to cross into another comic book right now. Um, uh, I even want to say uh, Ultron kind of ranks up there for me because he was a very menacing threat. But um, yeah, this this one, this this one had some villains. I do like Mads Mikkelsen, mm-hmm. who played the character whose name I keep forgetting, and I. Eh just won't commit to memory. Um, but I think also because he was playing Hannibal before that terrifying menacingness of him yeah. kind of carried through. And uh, you know, who he reminds me of a lot though. He reminds me of Putin. Not that I, Putin, the um, Russian. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Not that I want to bring politics into it, but he's, he scares me as much. Like they, they both they equally look, scare me. Yeah. They do look very similar too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if either one were to look at me, and I, I really don't want them to, either of them, um, <laughs> yeah, I would be just as terrified. So it wouldn't matter. Um, then we have the other big bad, one of the like um, eternal. There's a, there's a name for oh, it. Yeah. It's escaping me. Uh, I don't remember guy. his name. I yeah. him too. He's out in space, being evil and bad and everything. And um, yeah, he his face was actually played by Benedict uh, and Cumberbutton. So what? Um, yeah. No, it his, wasn't. That was his face. What? That was his face and half of his voice. What? Yes. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. And um, the reasons did... behind it is because he felt, uh, I'm talking about um, Cumberbubbin, and mm-hmm. he um, said that because of Strange's ego that he has, mm-hmm. so does this Dark Lord person. He's got one too. So what better way to play off than, you know, myself? So I'm, wow. I'm paraphrasing. That's pretty. That I did not know that. And, you know, it didn't look like him to me. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. if I go back and watch it, maybe I can kind of see some similarities. But I guess because his face had that kind of like rolling effect, like literally. Yes. Folks, yes. It had. Maybe that's why I was a little bit more disguised for me. But, you know, when he voiced Smaug in the Hobbit movies. Smaug. Sorry, I had to say it. I love like just and, Oh, my gosh. But, like, it sounded more, he sounded more like himself. And he definitely, like, he even looked, the, the dragon looked like Cumberspoon. And it was great. But I did not know that. Man. Yeah. And you know what? Now that you mentioned that, I kind of. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I kind of want to see that movie again, of just for Smaug. It's, yeah, um, it's Smaug. It's the, the Hobbit. Duh. It, it, it. <laughs> I, I, I forgot to do this. I was trying to incorporate Smaug as a um, uh, explic- explicitive. So mm. just incorporating, because it's so fun to say. It is a great word. Smaug. Great name. Smaug. Smaug. Um, but yes, um, the the villain who I guess we will probably see him again later. This um, 
dark god of some sort. Um, yeah. I'm calling him eternal because when you get deeper into the, the Marvel canon, if you will, there, there are like eternal beings yeah. um, that have been around forever. Yeah. Eons. Eons. And they are larger than life. Like the scale is, is great. So I'm, I'm really excited what Marvel is doing and bringing in these, these yeah. beings. And it's, it's really exciting where they're going to go next because they have to, in order to tell the story of the infinity gauntlet and the infinity right. wars. Infinity. So. Yeah. 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 Which is really neat, and I—I I mean, I, I've been so impressed with Marvel since they started the whole phase phases, mm-hmm. and just just the the vision that the it's vision. taking, huh? The vision. Sorry, go on. <laughs> the vision that it's take that it's that it's taking because this is a years long thing spanning over multiple um, platforms. Mm, I think yes. It's just so cool. It's just so cool. And I love, I love watching it play out. Um, it's just so cool to me. And, but you're right. It it's is. so neat that they are incorporating these, these um, larger than life, literally larger than life, eternal beings. They're, they're making this over this whole huge overarching story. So not only is it a great business model, I mean, look at the money that they're raking in. Oh, but it's they're also, you nothing. know, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, this it's is like a guarantee insane. at this point. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. Um, so they're making money. They are like elevating and leveling up nerd culture. Mm-hmm. But they're also using like these great storytelling devices that every writer aspires to not necessarily do what Marvel is doing, but the, the level of storytelling mm-hmm. that that they're doing is just so cool. It's just so neat. It is. It is. And I just got to put it out there, but Warner Brothers is just Warner Brothers DC. Just mm, y'all got a lot of catching up to do. So much. They're and uh, they're working on it. They're I mean they have shows, lots of shows out now, and they're you know they're they're you know. But the Wonder thing Woman, is, so. they they've mm-hmm. had these these characters and these titles, the rights. They had it for years, like forever. Yeah. I guess they they needed Marvel to show them how to do it. And well, even... and they started. I mean they 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 put out. Um, I don't know what their first. I mean they did Batman like back in the eighties, mm-hmm. right or nineties. Eighties, eighty nine started. Yeah. So like they, you know, they put out the movies, but they, I don't think they saw this vision until right. Marvel did it. <laughs> right. It was a little too late by the time that they oh, wanted yeah. to start. Oh, let's, let's bring them together. Um, yeah. But Hey, they're, they're catching up and I'm still going to have some, some uh, cautious faith that, you know, the future movies will be better than what we've seen so far. I yeah. do like, it, it might be an unpopular opinion, but I do like Zack Snyder since, um, see, 300 and Watchmen. I really, I still like those movies. I feel like I'm one of the few that likes the Watchmen movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, he's got a vision. So I, I, you know, I believe that what he's putting in place, even though maybe it doesn't look so great right now, mm-hmm. and maybe he's got a lot of studio bosses breathing down his neck. So maybe there are reasons why these don't look as good as they could be. Mm-hmm. So. I'll give them that benefit of a doubt and kind of wait and see how like maybe the justice league movie pans out or um, wonder woman, which everyone is waiting for. So yes. hopefully that does well. Hopefully I think I, they'll do. Yes. I, I think they'll do it justice. <laughs> I think so too. Get it. Um, I, I do. I, I saw what you did there. Um, but going back to uh, strange, I liked how, again, we're being introduced to a character and you don't need to know, all yeah. the comic booky stuff. You, you could be fresh off the street and like, I know nothing about Marvel. I was born yesterday and I have a full <laughs> vocabulary. Um, 
and you could just go in fresh because um, I, I brought my mother to go to go watch it and she didn't have many questions. The only questions she had, they just revolved or they were um, involving the actors themselves. Like, what did he play in? Or like, he looks familiar. And I'm like, oh yeah, he, he was blah, blah, blah. So, um, and I did get into a conversation with a, a random uh, patron after the movie was over who said, do you, do you hear those? Uh, I think, I think there are harpsichords or her, there, there's some instrument I can't pronounce. And um, she said, yeah, that, that they use that in the BBC version of Sherlock where uh, that's oh, wow. like, yes. Yeah. It, wasn't a, was it a harpsichord? Yeah. That's what she said. So, well, that's not the fun way. I mean, at this time anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, she brought that, that up. I'm like, and I was just agreeing with her because I've never watched uh I've watched one episode of Sherlock mm-hmm. and that's another thing. I believe it's still on Netflix and it's on my list to watch, but the time to take to watch them mm-hmm. uh, actors that's, that's in Sherlock. But yeah. since I mentioned time, can we talk about time and a uh, movie? Because it's just another level of geekdom that I geeked out about because like, Oh my God, they're going back in time or they're stopping time. <laughs> yeah. This, or this is- looping time. Looping time. Oh, my God. I was so excited. That was great. I believe that also is an extended scene that I must see. That one and the uh, the trip through all the dimensions that the Ancient One sends Strange through. The yeah. original version, I think, is like six minutes long. Really? So like, for real? I, I believe it's at least six minutes long, the original. Yay. But they, they kept cutting it down because people were like, we enjoyed it, but it needed to end sooner. So Well, so. I actually thought it was pretty long. <laughs> Even now, I think, and maybe, maybe it's because I saw it in 2D, like a loser and, you know, whatever. (laughs) But yeah, even I was like, okay, we get it. He's going through the dimensions. She's like trying to, she's trying to teach him something. Okay, we need to wrap this up. Wrap and get back to the story. Um, Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps. Um, Maybe the 2D has a a different feel. I'm pretty sure it does, actually, because this is one of those movies where you do have a whole different experience depending on how you, how you view it. Yeah. Um, I believe that. And it, it's definitely a movie to see in the movie theater, whether it's 2d or 3d, like definitely yeah. see it in the theater. Cause that's how I felt about gravity. That's how I felt about um, interstellar. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a movie theater experience. So, but at this point we are talking to people who've already seen it. So they're just agreeing with us. Uh, I guess maybe we should have thrown that in there to the other folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but still, it's great storytelling, great characters. Um, I like the setups. I like that we got to see Thor at the at the end. Yeah. Um, I am so excited for Ragnarok. I'm not, I'm not even a Thor fan, like a big Thor I'm fan. I'm a Thor but... fan, man. I'm excited. I liked. I even liked the second movie. I did. I, I like the second more than the first. I think That's I did too. I think I did too. But I'm 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 a Thor fan, so I'm excited. I'm ready to see Loki as king. There are so many I'm people. Ready. I think Strange will be in this movie. I heard in really? the Thor Ragnarok. Please. Strange will be there. Hulk will be there. Uh, Jeff Goldblum will be there <laughs> as Jeff Goldblum. Nice. Um, no, he's going to be playing another one of the Eternals. Uh, I'm calling them Eternals. Oh, really? Is probably not the correct term for them. So someone at a, a higher nerd level than me will correct me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's another one of those eternal beings. Nice. Well, of and course he is. He's, he's Jeff Goldblum. So. Exactly. He's already eternal. So basically. Yeah. Um, one thing I really enjoyed about this movie was that it kind of took a spiritual. Yes. A spiritual, you know, mm-hmm. aspect. I really, I just like that because 
which to me it it kind of it kind of points to Marvel's genius in my opinion because not only he even said it somebody said that uh like the Avengers and he they even named them the Avengers um protects you know this the physical realm and the physical um right, right. or whatever however they said it but we talking about the masters um mm-hmm. protect the unseen and things like that and I was like oh my goodness that is that's great. That's just so mm-hmm. great. And I loved it. And that's exactly yes. what they oh. did. And that's exactly how they, and even the scene where, where Strange died or was dying and um, Christine had to revive him and she, and he was like telling her what to do. Uh, and he basically astral projected out of his body <laughs> and was fighting in, in the spiritual realm. It was just, that is that, so cool. That scene was brilliant too, by the way, just, yeah. Because uh, and the previews we were all saying like uh, well the the reviewers are like you've never seen anything like this I'm like okay we'll see we'll see and then it's like okay I've never seen an astral plane fight before this this is great although I take that back they did have something similar to that in the X Men um, the most recent X Men movie mm, um, yeah so, yeah it wasn't a fight it was, but it was yeah you're right it wasn't a fight it was it was something but it wasn't as good as this I'll put it that way no. <laughs> I well, I, I mean, they they weren't trying to do what what that did. You know what I'm True. saying? Their yeah. their projection was different. It wasn't in the astral. It wasn't it wasn't the same. Yeah, those, they're more fighting. I think in their minds. I think even then, no. I mean, they weren't. No, they yeah. were going back in time in X Men. Yeah, they were doing. Yeah, they're doing some of that too. I need to watch that one again. Yes, I think you do. Only, only watch that. <laughs> you're like oh. you're making up stuff now. I, I think I might be. Yeah, I'm, I'm making up. It's it's. The time travel, um, that's been big this year, I feel like. And I live. I live. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm I not, not complaining at all. I mean, I want to say bring it on, but not too much because I've seen uh, previews for some time travel shows that look a, a little on the lame side. But, hey, they can't all be winners, I suppose. But um, Doctor Strange is a winner to me. Uh, I am ready for Ragnarok. I am ready for Doctor Strange two. I am ready for Infinity Wars. Mm-hmm. Bring it all. Bring it on. Take all of my money. Oh yeah, I'm I'm willingly just <laughs> throwing money at them. I mean, I I spent a whole twenty dollars happily for my seat, and my parents actually paid for my my second seat because they wanted to go with me in case they had questions, which they did not. So I'm proud of them because they they didn't have too many questions for me. <sighs> But I will happily pay another twenty dollars to go see it again. Uh, but before I do that, I have to go see Arrival because um, I, I need to. Yes. But yeah, I think that um, that would wrap it up. Other than the fact that this year has been great for all of this sci-fi, because we've got Strange, and then we've 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 got Stranger Things. So yes. I just wanted just wanted to make that connection there because dimensions. And mm-hmm. strangeness. Parallel. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whew. I just got tingles. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Let me calm down. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's uh, that about does it for Doctor Strange, even though I'm pretty sure there's more I could talk about. But now I just, it just riled me up to want to go see it again. Um, or read the comics. I do have some comics in my wish list so I can read up and study a little bit more. I will also throw in here that I'm jealous of not being able to go in the astral plane to read. <laughs> oh, man. I could only do that. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Oh, I'd be catching up on everything, all the all the TV shows and every. Oh man, that would. Okay. Um, <laughs> so just I'm trying to wrap it up now. Um, you have any uh any other uh, additional strange thoughts or well, Doctor Strange thoughts, not <laughs> not strange thoughts. 
Go see it. It's awesome. All right. Do you have any strange as in weird thoughts? Mm, nah, not yeah. tonight. Okay. I thought I did, but I, I don't remember what that is now. Um, I did not write it down because it was a it was a strange thought. And I thought that'd be weird if somebody found my notebook. I'm like, wow, this is strange. So um, I'll save it for next time. And uh, yeah, do you have any um, shout outs? Anything that you, you want to plug? Yeah. Check me out at vervehousecollective.com. It's for audacious creatives, entrepreneurs, and intention seekers. So um, check out the site. There's blog posts and videos and other resources for you. Or you can catch me on the Twitters at uh, vervehc, shouting out or sending out daily inspiration and motivation. So check it out. Very nice. And I will, well, I kind of already do, but I will be doing that even more. Um, and of course you can find all of Indube related stuff at Indube.com. And this podcast, like another podcast I may or may not have mentioned, the Food Fight podcast found on iTunes is part of the Indube network. Um, what else is there? Oh yeah. I'm also on Twitter occasionally um, at Indube and uh, at Food Fight Pod. So that's around every once in a while tweeting about asking what you had for lunch and um yeah and i thank you listeners so much for for listening i i hope that courtney and i have helped kind of you know make you forget about the real real world a little bit and jump into fantasy land with us um fantasy land sounds so so lame (laughs) (laughs) but uh jump into the fantastical with us how about that yeah um and just you know forget about the real world real world because it sucks sometimes but that's fine um yeah so just uh keep uh listening keep sharing and keep a lookout for some new things from the indube network and from verb house collective and um yeah i've been t stone watson and that's uh courtney over there that i keep throwing food at and remember if the world didn't suck we'd all fall off of the Indoob blog found at Indoob.com. You can subscribe and find more episodes on iTunes and Indoob.podbean.com. You can also follow Master Sterling on Twitter at Indoob. I am not allowed. This is Bilford signing off, and this has been another 3SFX production. your words, Chief. Good boy.